Hello, 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 and welcome back to the B Team. I'm Kent. And I'm Erin. And we are so happy to be back with you yes. guys. Ladies, gentlemen, non-binary. And, uh, no, I, I can't go down this road. We need to stop. I was, oh, no, I was listening to the dog upstairs. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just, you know what, there's going to be some background noise today. It's a nice, hot day outside, and people are just... In yeah. and out of their apartment. So. And you know what? I never hear what we think we're hearing on our recording. Really? See, I, I don't, don't. I don't. Well, and I'm the average listener. You're like crazy. <laughs> I am crazy. Yeah, but you're... like, I think I just, um, I also try to mute those sounds or, mm. so, you know. But yeah, I'm not doing, doing that great anymore because I don't get paid for it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Seriously. Stop stress. Don't even stress out about it. Like, whatever these people that are listening get is what you get, guys. Exactly. And we're getting better at it. So, you know. Yeah, we're getting better at it. So you're really like watching something grow right in front like of a, you? Like a beautiful plant. Flower. Yeah, or a plant. There you go. There you see? You go. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to get better. We're going to bloom. We're going to blossom. So. <laughs> but this is a learning process. That's all we're saying. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're, we're getting there slowly but surely Mm -hmm. but But anyway um, how have you been i have been pretty good it rained a lot this week didn't it it was crazy here like it started on memorial day weekend yeah it it was was, pretty bad it was a solid seven days but like i didn't have any plans for memorial day anyway i never do i'm usually working (laughs) so (laughs) this is the first time i haven't like had anything to do but it was kind of gross outside so there wasn't really much to do. I loved it because nobody could make you do anything. That's you know, it was like, true. oh, we were planning on doing that picnic. Oh, we had that barbecue. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's a shame. Sorry, and meanwhile, my head is in like a bucket of mayonnaise-based white people <laughs> salads for a whole weekend. And it was great. Although I'm not going to lie. Wow. Like Monday morning after two days of eating like that. Because uh-huh. I Ooh. eat pretty well now. Yeah. Wow. It was, it was, you know that ball in that um, Indiana Jones movie that's chasing him? <laughs> That was like, I literally woke up, rolled on my stomach for like four minutes, and I'm like, oh, oh, something's happening. And I was like, I was like, you gotta go to the vet. Yeah. That's what happens to me when I drink even a little bit now. Really? I think I'm getting to a point where I'm just gonna stick with like wine. Wow, this is adult. I yeah, love it. Yeah, because like red wine doesn't really have that, like a bad effect on me. It never really has. But beer and hard liquor just it takes me out for like a, a full day that i get like even without a hangover yeah, it's yeah just, i'm just tired when i drink liquor anymore that's why i don't yeah. really do like it maybe that liquor often. sensitivity but um oh another thing i did this week or one thing i did this week that i'm kind of proud of myself for not a big deal but like i um consistently took pretty good care of myself <laughs> i like this i only ordered out yesterday oh shit once Wow. Instead of every day, I cooked, I prepped, I had my food schedule, like I was eating like every two and a half hours, like little meals and stuff. I, love I felt this. amazing. Like it, yo, like, it changes you. I felt really, really good. Um, but it's so annoying because like you have to have the energy to do all that shit. It's, it's great because now that you like know the reward, it, mm-hmm. it really does feel better. It was like, an immediate, yeah. like I felt it immediately. Yeah. Everything sure. changes. Mm-hmm. Everything's just better. Yeah. Um, but I get what you're saying. Like after like five days of doing it straight, I'm just like done, which is why I usually mm-hmm. on the weekends have like, usually Saturdays like my like cheat day when I'm like, okay, I'm going to order like yeah. X, Y, and Z. I'm, I might eat a cake and let, not go. like a slice. I mean, like we might make a Duncan Hines cake. Nice. I was thinking about making um, 
Just no. brownies from like the box mix. Oh, it's so good. There's nothing better than that. Like so those are good. the best brownies I've still had to this day. Oh, when you make them yourself, Duncan Hound, Duncan, Duncan Hounds, mm-hmm. Duncan Hounds brown brownies. Yes. Duncan <laughs> Hounds will give you pounds. Welcome to the Mayor of East Town <laughs> podcast, <laughs> talking about Duncan Hounds brownies. Yeah, <laughs> hounds and pounds. <laughs> you eat too many of them, you're gonna get crowns on your teeth. We got it all here. Um, I don't know what. Oh my god! This is why I cannot be high. Ever off. since that fucking show, I have just been leaning into a Delco accent really hard. Because oh, like man. I'm by myself at this apartment, so the only people things that are here to judge me are the cats. Yeah, fuck them. They probably have the worst Delco accents of them all. Like it's just it's real bad. It's real bad. <laughs> real bad. It's real bad. Real bad. Um, I'm saying night again. Oh like, night. I oh say my good, god. Good night to the cats. <laughs> like, good night. Like, my Nisti accent only comes out. Nisti is, for anyone listening, like short for Northeast Philly, which is where I'm from, which, by the way, Northeast Philly, South Jersey, and Delco, all the same people. Yeah. They're all the same people yeah. in a triangle, and then Philly just happens to be in the center mm-hmm. of all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've, my accent's been coming out like a lot more. Thank you, uh, Kate Winslet. Yeah, thanks, Kate. (laughs) Thanks for reminding me how bad it is and how good I can do it. It's so, like, every time she said a word properly, or her or Evan Peters, because he fucking killed it. Oh, he was so good. I just, like, my heart got so warm. (laughs) Yeah, no. It was cool. It was an interesting show to watch. It really was. was... Meanwhile, like, people on Twitter who aren't from Philly or the Delco area, they're just like, oh, my God, I never when it go there like it looks awful and I'm just like heart emoji heart emoji <laughs> <laughs> this is wonderful <laughs> sometimes it's weird but I do sometimes because you know me I like love to walk that's uh-huh. like my like form of exercise and it's like good for my mental health well you guys Ken's looking real good he yeah, looks like I'm he's looking, lost I'm like 45 pounds no uh-huh. but I'm I'm at my goal weight now I don't want to get any skinnier yeah, um, and I'm going to try to like bulk up over the next year like okay. in certain areas but uh, when I walk Sometimes, like, just anywhere. It could be Center City, Northeast, where I am, Southwest, mm-hmm. whatever. Anywhere. I'm just like, is this really nice? Or am I just used to other parts of Philly being, like, so, like, downtrodden yeah. looking that I'm like, this is really, like, beautiful. Does it matter? No, it really doesn't because it's my reality at exactly. this point. So I'm having a good time. But, like, sometimes <laughs> I'll be sitting in, like, Rittenhouse and I'll be like, is Rittenhouse really that nice? Is this really? Well, that's like, a good point. Out of all the parks in the world that, that I could be sitting point. in, is this... Is this really what I got? But and it is beautiful for all those people out there. And Philly has its everyone. moments. Yeah, I, sure. I love Philly, mm-hmm. but as loving it, I feel like I can talk about it yeah. just as hard. I feel like um, Philly. This is gonna get me in trouble. Uh-oh. Here we go. But uh, a, a lot of people compare Philly to New York, but like a lesser version oh, okay. of New York. I'm sorry if you hear like stopping. It's my upstairs neighbors. But anyway, yes, Philly is more like DC. It's mm. like a a broke version of DC. No, I, I get what you're saying when you get like a Philly vibe from like DC. Mm-hmm. I haven't been there in like forever. They yeah. have a great pride. Do they? Yeah, they have a great pride. I've gone oh, like one time before when I was really young. So, okay. like when I say really young, I mean like 21, 2, 3. Do you remember where they held it? Oh, pff, I don't fucking know. In like the biggest area. Like I was like 22 or whatever. Okay. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. But speaking of pride, mm-hmm. that's what we're talking about today. Pride. The king of segways. Oh my god, that is so smooth. Look at how smooth it was. Smooth as a newly uh, out twink at his first pride. 
I'm wearing a little bikini, all greased up and ready to go. <laughs> Pride. <laughs> happy, happy Pride Month, everybody. I, oh, I tried. I couldn't. Yeah, sorry. You did it really well, though. <laughs> so exciting. All of the... It's that wonderful time of the year where every corporation has, like, a fucking rainbow flag in their social media accounts, and they do the absolute most in their advertising. Um, did you see Skittles? <laughs> uh, but aren't they still black and white? Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Why? I don't know, but I found it funny. So just for that alone, I'm totally about it. I Skittles love it. Skittles never even, like... I love it. I mean, yeah, Skittles have always been, like, a super gay candy. But I feel like Skittles, it's more like that straight friend who just acts gay and they confuse everybody. <laughs> That's what Skittles <laughs> okay. are. Like, like that. Kind of metro. Skittles are that person. They got their dick sucked once in college. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Never forgot it. Never but forgot But they've it. been, like, strictly bitches yeah. ever since. Totally. So I get it. That's Skittles. That's so Skittles. So I guess Skittles is... <laughs> That's Skittles. Skittles is an ally. Yeah. You, you really just summed up a whole candy very perfectly. Eminem is the true homosexual. Oh, they're always on it. They're always mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have a funny thing now that you're bringing this up. So today, I was trying to find it on my phone just now. I wasn't being rude to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I... My parents gave me a rainbow pillow this morning. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait. No, wait a minute. Now, Did they wrap it up? Well, a little bit. It was in, like, tissue paper or whatever. And, like, they didn't make a big deal out of it. But I was just like, that was actually really... It touched me in, like, an That's odd really way. Cute. Now, I'll be honest. The pillow is not my taste. I don't know what the you take fuck I'm going to do with it. Yeah, hold on. Um, and, like, just for uh, clarity for the listeners, is it okay if I say that your parents are pretty conservative? Yeah. But that's a picture. I'm showing Aaron a picture of said Aww. pillow. Um, but it was it was a very sweet that's thing. That's adorable. Yeah, and it led me to. Um, I see the black and the brown are missing, but that's okay. I know. No, I was I'm like, it's kidding. not even an updated. No, I even <laughs> thought to myself afterwards, I was like, it's not even an updated flag target. Like, way to go. But it's a pillow with the old, very old school, like just a rainbow on it. That's very um, sweet. Of them. And it was really sweet. And then I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? Like, yes, this, the corporations are soulless and horrible. But like, if I'm 37 and hardened over and like crusty and like really don't look to my parents for any sort of mm. um, approval in that way and I was touched I can only imagine being like 13 getting dragged to Target with your parents and like seeing oh, all this yeah. like and just being like okay so maybe I'm not ready yet but like can you this imagine, is normal look at how normal this imagine is imagine being a teenager and just seeing all this openly gay shit I going to Target going uh, to Walmart going to so it is soulless and I'm totally remember, against like, it in, we would have to go to like the seediest to see um, a rainbow. To see a rainbow, yeah. No, and for like, real. We really did. To see a fucking rainbow. There was a time that um, I could only see a rainbow if I went to South Street, and you would never really see any normal people on South Street. Now they've completely taken it over. Um, oh, South yeah, Street South isn't Street for is, the weirdos anymore. No, not at all. But yeah, to see any pro LGBT anything, I had to hang out with um, my fellow weird Philadelphians. Yeah, I didn't know but about the rainbow stuff until I was like 14, mm-hmm. 15. <laughs> I had no idea. But There's a reason that our best bars are in alleys. <laughs> For real. <laughs> like, we were brought up just like being told that our lifestyle is, you know, for the nighttime. And yeah, keep that shit in the shadows. But now we are out in the Bitches day, now. Now we're fucking in the day. In our in our leather harnesses and our jock straps. And I yes. love it. I love a jock strap. Not for myself, for the, you know, for the folks. Well, you could rock a jock strap. 
I could, like I have a cute butt, and yeah. I probably could. You could do a jock strap. Maybe one. Maybe one day in the future. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do a jock strap night with you sometime. I'll go with you. Yeah, I don't okay. care. I used to have such shame about that. Fuck that now. I'm I'm old and I love my body. I'm Look fifty and kicking. Like, you know, like, <laughs> I just watched that episode. It's always funny. It's always funny. <laughs> but yeah, like, but if I'm gonna wear a jock strap, I need to have like a whole look. Oh, you want to really go in? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll yeah, start planning so whenever like, you're ready. Figure that out. For yeah, sure. mm-hmm. that's fine. Yes. Um, speaking of that, though, and mm-hmm. the youth, I would like to hear your little sort of coming out story because that's what this oh, month is all about. It is. Okay, my coming out story. Well, first, or your journey. It doesn't have to yeah. be. Yeah, because it, it's not. It's very hard, I think, for mm-hmm. a lot of people to be like, "Well, it didn't happen in one fell swoop." Yeah. Luckily, I write a lot. So, like, and I always think about when, like, I knew, knew, mm-hmm. like, knew that I was different, even if I didn't know what gay was. Because um, I don't think I knew what gay was until I was maybe 10. Yeah, I don't remember when I figured that out. Yeah. Somewhere and that was only there. because of, like, theater and stuff mm-hmm. and, like, my yeah. voice teachers and things. But, um, yeah, I was, like, I knew something was off, something was different when I was, like, four or five. And, like, this was a repressed memory that I brought up maybe a few years ago. Okay. I was like, oh, I've always fucking known. Um, oh, interesting. And my sister um, got me a VHS of The Little Mermaid for Christmas. I love where this is going. And I watched it multiple times a day, every day, because I was in love with that bitch that Ursula turned into, Vanessa. Oh, Vanessa was hot. Bad bitch. Yeah, and I've been into bad, bad bitches bitch. ever since. Like, yeah. <laughs> Vanessa, like, well, when you start with fucking Vanessa, a.k.a. Ursula, in Vanessa's the body. Yeah, the like, <laughs> I wasn't interested in Ariel or Eric. Like, I pretended to like Eric because that's what girls, like, they. Yeah. I noticed they were into him. So I'm like, oh, yeah. But Ariel was an idiot. Eric was stupid. Mm-hmm. Ursula was that bitch. <laughs> And Vanessa was just Ursula. And yeah, Vanessa that's what I mean. Body. Like you're like, essentially I just dating Ursula. Lived for Ursula, but um, yeah. And then after that, I think I would have known that I liked girls earlier if I like hung out with people mm-hmm. when I was younger. But like I really stayed to myself. Um, but then when I was like. 10, 11, and 12. And, like, you can tell me if this happened to you as well. Oh, now I'm intrigued and scared. I, Am I going to lie is the question. No, okay. <laughs> I was all, even as early as, like, nine years old, I was always that person that my female, like, the girls that I did hang out with, even if we weren't friends, like, they wanted me to experiment with them. Like, I was always that person <laughs> that was, like, the first for, like, my straight female Oh my peers. god, no. Yeah. So, like, I never knew if that was unusual. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say it's unusual no. just because... No, 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 no. I, my mind did not even go to unusual. I'm not going to say that. But it definitely did not happen to me. Nobody okay. wanted to have sex with me. Like, I was, like, trying to get molested. Like, actively sometimes. <laughs> so, like, and still... Still... Well, I was hanging out with priests, so clearly I was... <laughs> nobody. But, um... So, yeah, no, no, no. I don't think it's weird. I think that it's interesting. Yeah, like, so that's yeah. why I always felt like, from a very young age, I always felt like I, that women are just not straight. <laughs> because every girl that caught wind of, like, my otherness, or even to this day, like, when I tell straight women that I'm gay, they always 
like backtrack a little bit and they're like, oh well, you know, sometimes I find women attractive. Like they never want to talk about being straight when I when I tell them I'm gay. Oh, I hate the straight it's women that you've everybody. come in contact with. It's happened with people that we both know too. <laughs> oh, I believe it. Like, I that I don't doubt or whatever, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so like I the only reason I thought back that far mm-hmm. initially is because like I never really remembered like formally coming out like. I told a few people in my 20s and my 30s, that. but I was never fully in a closet because I didn't know what a closet was. Mm. Um, and I think maybe because, like, not growing up with a father kind of removes certain gender roles in your family. Mm. Like, they still tried to adhere to certain gender roles. And I had a, a much harder time coming out as non binary than gay. Mm. But. Like, it was a pretty matriarchal family. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't really, like, homophobia wasn't really an issue for me until a man was introduced into our family again. You know? Interesting. I was always just, I was always a little queer. I mean, yeah. I I totally Mm -hmm. understand that aspect of what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But But I can't, the the experimental thing. Sorry, wait, I'm not getting off that yet. (laughs) I'm so jealous of that. No, 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 because like yeah, I feel that's, like, and that's one of the reasons um, when I do say that I didn't have friends back then, mm-hmm. it's because like I fucked them I all. I was fucking them all. <laughs> like they weren't my friends. <laughs> there was only one that I didn't so fuck, and I wanted to fuck her the most. <laughs> like, <laughs> but that's one of the big reasons why I don't. I have a really hard time considering women, especially um, friends, like straight women friends because I always feel like I have to it makes me sound like I'm bragging but I mean I don't see if you have a track record with it brag away shit yeah you know no but I just that's so interesting to me Mm -hmm. because I just did not have anything like that yeah and it's another reason why um I'm I've been single for so long and sexless for or not having sex for so long because there was a point where I was only sleeping with straight girls <laughs> and that's well, not that just fair sounds for like me. a nightmare for it everybody. It was awful. Yeah, and awful for me. Ugh. I'm like, no, I want like an actual relationship now. I just don't know how to be a relationship person, so that's mm. something that I worked on. But anyway, and, I'm, and I've not reached that point yet, but I think I'm like. 50% thing. Oh no, I, hey, listen. Most, I don't know if you, <laughs> well, you, haven't been in the, you haven't been in the dating pool. No. Be lucky you're at 50%. We got some 25% oh, percentiles floating around out there, and they sometimes get through. And <laughs> so just, you're doing, I can get I just you. don't understand how people who are just worse than I am, and they just go from relationships. They're always <laughs> yeah, in a fucking relationship, and I just like, <laughs> there's something wrong with them. No, no, what it is though is that like a lot of people like, Broken drama people. and chaos uh, and like they love that like thrill especially I, I find a lot of men love it I see mm-hmm. normal I know like personally like normal average nice like gay guys that where I'm just like oh my god and you're cute and they just are dating or consistently dating these yeah. swinging from the chandelier yeah, I've noticed that STD too. factory uh-huh. don't get me wrong I'm not shaming anybody that ever had an STD god knows I have That's had so right. before super gonorrhea shout out even um, with like the older couples and like they've settled into being yeah. like they've been with each other for like twenty five to thirty years. Yeah, or one's something. always a shithead. But there's always one who was like doing a ton of dirt yeah. before they decided to settle down. Yeah, one is a dirty fucking. And that cunt. is my favorite person. Yeah, that's, that's always my favorite. See, one. I want to go for the other one. I want to go for boring Earl who's asleep at seven fifteen no. in bed with me no. every night. Give me the old messy gay mm-hmm. 
Like my, I would love to go to just to go to AC with a bunch of old gays. <laughs> well, that sounds just interesting. Like I don't in know a if casino, that's the or not. doing slots, hitting the slots, oh, hitting getting slots free drinks. Fun. Maybe do some blackjacks, some poker. That's a fucking blast. Well, I got news for you. Not to be the downer on the evening, but since I'm feeling old, mm-hmm. since this is the anniversary of, like, 20 years of me being out now this uh-huh. year. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Um, we ain't that far from being those old fogies uh, going and doing gay night in Atlantic City. I, I want to do it now. <laughs> no, let's save something for our elder years. Oh, like, oh <laughs> I want to keep it that way. I don't even know how we got here. But, like, when did you... Did I even ask you... No, no, no! You, you mentioned it. Okay. Um, oh, but you wanted to talk about to talk the experiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, um, uh, straight girls experiment. I don't have a great story. It's just pretty boring and typical. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, I uh, came out at eighteen. Before that, I probably knew that I was gay by the time I was like, I don't know, definitely by like fifth grade. I knew what gay was. So oh, whenever you okay. are, I was older probably. When did you know that you? I knew were I was different. different. I, I knew that I was different in some way, shape, or form. Like playing with like uh, like toys and stuff. I would always put the boys having like sex because I was like a pervert. And <laughs> oh yeah, I did that with my Barbies too. Yeah, like, and, like, did, like Barbie. Like uh, one of the Barbies came out as like a lesbian recently, yes. and I'm like that bitch has always been gay in my house, right. <laughs> in this household. Yeah, right. I'm sure there's been a lot of Barbies <laughs> being a lot of gay in a lot of households just to let America know right now uh, over the years. I had like it was like the L word before the L word. Yeah, was the L word. I there was it. so much drama. <laughs> <laughs> so much drama, so many like people faking deaths. Like, I, it was just, it was fa- lots of sex. Yeah, like it was fabulous. No, yeah, mm-hmm. I did the same thing. It was just yeah, pervish shit. Um, <laughs> I also kind of like, I, I had like a, a like sexual encounters pretty early because mm-hmm. like I remember I must have been. I'm trying to think. Like I moved into my parents' house where they are now. I was in first grade, so I would have been seven in first grade. Mm-hmm. So I had to be at least six or younger when me and Johnny was the same age we would play like mommy and daddy like that's what we would call it and like we used okay. to fight at the time over who got to be on top and who got to be on bottom <laughs> so we were so gay by the way I don't know if Johnny <laughs> is gay I don't I'm sorry Johnny for putting your information well, out there well every straight boy guy is yeah, like super like, gay sure, until they're like I'm sure you're a big old brawny man puberty. now Johnny and fucking pussy every mm-hmm. day. And I'm happy for you, seriously. But we definitely played mommy and daddy, and you will not take that away from me. Wait, so how often were you the dad? Um, I don't remember that. I remember just, like, because I have, like, even now, like, I can't remember, like, last year. Like, I will yeah. forget last year and two years from now. Sure. So I've always had a very poor memory. But, like, um, I just remember certain, like, instances where, like, our moms would be in the kitchen talking. We'd throw, like, the quilts over the dining room table mm-hmm. and, like, be under there and, like, who would be on top or whatever. And then I distinctly have an image in my head of him being on top and me being like, no, I don't want to switch. Like, just saying that. Like, <laughs> I don't want to switch. I'm much more comfortable here. And, like, we weren't, there was nothing, like, it's not, like, penetrated. Penetrative, yeah. I can't say that right now. Penetrative, whatever. It's nothing like that. Just, like, a lot of, like, you know, pants off. Young Mm -hmm. boy stuff. Mm -hmm. Normal Mm -hmm. boy stuff for all you people out there that have a young boy. Every straight, that's something that, like, parents don't really talk about. Oh, yeah. Like, kids exploring their sexuality, but it happens. Totally. A lot. All the time. But now you're bringing up a memory for me. because please, go. Every one of those instances where... I was like, I call it, I was being experimented on. It was playing house. And I was always the dad. Exactly. I was always See? the top. That was, I was going <laughs> to say, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> For those of you who do or do not know Aaron, Aaron was the daddy already. I was always the dad. <laughs> I believe it. Shit. 
I mean, but it's normal. Oh it's natural goodness. for anybody out there being like, this is great. It's no, it's normal and natural. It's part mm-hmm. of like evolving and growing up and how you discover things. Honestly. Yeah. Honestly. But um, then after that, uh, uh, the universe was like, nope, too much sex for you, Kent Dwyer, at a young age. So we're not going to give you anything uh-huh. of any kind. Not like a, a dalliance with a neighbor boy. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing until you're like 17. Yeah, 17, I guess. Yeah, I believe it. Which was, th- those were hard years, but we won't get into that. But then I came out um, at 17. <coughs> Actually, I just realized this. I was, it was Memorial Day weekend okay. when I came out. So, like, I just had my 20th year out, which I'm like, I, it really, I've been thinking about it a lot, like, lately. And I'm just like, it's a big deal. I'm, like, getting emotional thinking about it. I don't know, <laughs> I'm really getting emotional. Aww. Um, and I never do. Oh, my God, I don't know why I'm getting emotional. Aww, it's so silly. It. Um... <laughs> it's like you've been living as yourself. Yeah, for, for 20, 20 years. And it, I, I'm sure it hasn't always been easy. It only yeah. just got somewhat easy maybe like three or four years yeah. ago. Yeah. It's so weird because I think about my 20s and I'm like, oh my God, you were so like still figuring yourself out a lot. You know what I mean? Like not even realizing mm-hmm. it. And like, I'm like so... like And not, like the amount of gay kids and gay young adults that... There's a lot of pain that comes with being a gay adult. Like, there's a lot that you have to go through. Some of us don't have... Like, if you... Like, all the stories... Now I'm about to get fucking emotional. But, like, all the stories that I hear from young gay people about coming out to their parents and their parents just, like, offering, like, so much support. Like, I used to get really sad slash angry when I would hear things like that. But now it just makes me feel so, like... I don't know... I guess I have a heart. Like, it makes me just feel warm yeah. inside when I hear stories like that. Oh, Especially, gross. like, families of color or, like, religious families. It's just, it's really intense because um, one of the things I was talking to my therapist about is the gay, con- like, the informal gay con- conversion that happens with young kids. Like, mm-hmm. even outside of, like, the Deep South or wherever, there's a lot of gay conversion like when you grow up without any type of support when you're just like this gay kid it kind of feels like people are trying to convert you or like your family's trying to convert you into being not gay anymore yeah so like the fact that i can just stand in my my honesty or whatever like in spite of how i was raised or taught or like i was taught basically to be homophobic and transphobic and I can't be those things if I want to have compassion or love for myself. Mm -hmm. So, like, to be gay, honestly, to be out and to be a fully functioning person, like, I've never met a more self-aware group of people. Yeah, (laughs) oh, Self-aware and just kind, empathetic, for the most part. Like, there's bad apples in every community, but I've always felt the most at home and able to just breathe in any LGBT neighborhood in the country. <laughs> I get that. That just started for me. I'll be honest. That just started for me in my thirties. Mm. Um, but now I definitely feel that. Mm-hmm. And like, I probably spend more time in my life now with people of the community mm-hmm. than I ever have in my life. And I see it going, um, extremely further, deeper and more passionately mm-hmm. that way as I get older. Like, I haven't really wanted to hang out with straight people in years. <laughs> I get it. Like, I love my straight friends. I have, like, a group of straight friends that I, like, really, really, really love. And they're really great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, and they're also, just as a side note, like, never, like, 
when I'm in the group, like, I'm the gay guy, or like, gay joke, or like, it's mm-hmm. just, it's very, it's just not like that, and I've never felt that way, and that's probably why I feel so good about them. Mm-hmm. But I will say this, outside of them, <laughs> and going forward, I'm not, and we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. like, actively seeking out future relationships with like straight people platonically if it happens great i'm not going to be like oh you're straight i mm-hmm. can't be friend no if it happens something organically I yeah people say that but you know then i'll go for it but for the most part i'm really looking to expand my circle within my community mm-hmm. um especially the older i get because here's a little bit of tea that i just realized recently like for myself after tw- thinking about like 20 years and thinking about all the places i've been and whatnot or whatever and then thinking about where i'm going to be in the future i'm like man, you're going to be living, and you have been living, like a really, really queer lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even fully realize it. And then I thought, I'm like, well, you know, 20 years is going to go by fast, and you're going to be 57 before you know it. Mm -hmm. You're going to be an older gay, and I want that support system from within the community because there's going to be a lot of, still a lot of us that are going to be single, a lot of us that are going to be no children, Mm -hmm. a lot of us, you know, um, our families will have moved away or died, you know. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm no, just, I'm sorry. Erin's okay. face just literally <laughs> just lit up. Oh God! Popped out of her, out of their face. Like seriously. Like I don't know what happened. <laughs> anyway. uh, yeah, well, you know. But I'm just saying. Like you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, maybe support systems that are built around straight people right now. You know, mm-hmm. like even my straight friends. And this is no knock to you guys because they all listen like religiously, or I'm assuming they do. They fucking know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but. Uh, you know, they all are starting to have kids yeah. and they're all married and yep. I can't be, um, top of the totem pole and I wouldn't, I'm not one of those no. people that's like, I'm not, you're not texting me every day anymore. Mm-hmm. What? What? Mm-hmm. Oh, you have a baby now and you can't text me. Yes. I kind of love when my friends get into relationships and then they pop out babies and stuff. Cause then it's like, like I'm not a hands-on type of friend all the time. Like I just need a lot of alone time and so then when they have that's why like I want a partner who already has a kid I don't want to be number one like I don't oh, that's so interesting because like, I I want number one. I do not. I'd like number, number two one. spot too as well. <laughs> oh no! Oh god! We'll like I don't need to be the center. I prefer not to be the center of the attention in my relationship. Yeah. But weirdly with friends, like there was a time where I was like a cat. Like if you're not paying attention to me, that's the exact that's, time. That's when, you, <laughs> yeah, that's when you pounce. But now I love that they're all having babies and getting married and stuff because, you know, then they're kind of on my schedule a little bit of like not talk, like reaching out to me all the time, mm-hmm. which is kind of what I prefer now. But I do wonder sometimes about straight people in their straight friend groups and like everybody's getting married and they're just single with no oh kids. i feel that bad has, that has to be really fucking rough i feel bad i've actually known a couple I've of them i won't say any they're very sad <laughs> yeah until it happens if it happens for them it's it's they really take it hard it's it's, it's rough. all they talk it's about rough. there was one girl that i used to hang out with like back when i hung out with like super girly white girls that was a real dark time <laughs> i was gonna say <laughs> it doesn't sound dark fun time for me um, and of course, I was not around during this era yeah. because I would not have been around. This yet. is actually the friend group I had before I cut everybody out of my life in 2016. Got you. Like when we would hang out, she was literally like Charlotte from Sex in the City. Oh God. Oh. She was Charlotte. Just she was conservative. She always dressed to the nines, like super cute. But it, she was just so desperate mm-hmm. and like such a pick me. Like she just she was so desperate and. 
she actually stopped talking to me for a while because like we were both super drunk and she it was just me and her and we never really talk, talked she was kind of like a friend of a friend but we Got were in her. the same group and we were on a balcony or something and she's just going on about being single blah 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 and she was like 26 or 27 at the time and I turned to her and I said you know men can smell that <laughs> oh damn that's some, that's I, I was, was tired <laughs> I was fucking tired I'm like men can smell the desperation I know guys like that like yep. I don't know if she's I know a few people I know a few people <laughs> I used to be I was gonna person. say I, I, I used, used to, to be I like definitely up until maybe like, about five six years ago you can't really tell somebody shit like that unless you've lived it mm-hmm. I feel yeah. then otherwise you're just like a judgmental a asshole just, yeah I don't know just like even every time I think about her I just get real bummed out <laughs> It doesn't sound great. Being you know? straight is awful. It just sounds well, awful. I've said this to myself so much through the years, but now, like, especially the last, like, four years, sometimes I'll just have, like, a bad day as, mm-hmm. like, a gay man, specifically. Like, but you're like, like, at least I'm not straight. Yeah, well, no, no, not even that, but I'll be, like, I'll either be in bed or I'll be walking somewhere, and I'll be, like, in my head, okay, so, Kent, if, like, God, Allah, Jehovah, Buddha, Mother Nature, whatever, like, representative from heaven came down, because uh-huh. the Lord, whoever, would not be coming to me directly. Like, uh-huh, I am not uh-huh. top-tier priority. But if they were to be like, yo, we've been watching you, and, like, we think you're doing, like, a pretty good job as a human in general, uh-huh. and, like, we were gonna, you know, I don't know, make you straight, and, like, you won't even remember being gay, but, like, you know, and you'll have everything that's normal and easy, and, like, you could do the kids thing, you could oh, pre- probably be more confident and successful and all uh-huh. that stuff. Like, would you take it? And I'd be like, oh, guys, no, Fuck thanks no. for coming down. Can we get this <laughs> Certificate? Like, I don't know. I'll take the certificate. I really love being gay. Like, I love, I genuinely love it. Like, I love the humor. I love uh, the, the way that we're into entertainment mm-hmm. and, and pop culture and how we've related to more um, pertinent issues regarding, like, social norms yeah. and things. Like, it's just, and it, like, it's with, interesting. I just prefer having conversations with other gay people or other people in the LGBT community because it's, like... You can go from serious, like very serious conversation Mm -hmm. talking about trauma to talking about like the dumbest, funniest shit you've ever heard. Like I've made so many friends just in alleys (laughs) at gay bars, just, but like with straight people, they don't know how to navigate conversations like that. They get very overwhelmed. Like I've seen straight people when they try to insert themselves into gay conversation, Mm -hmm. even at work. They would just be like their eyes would be darting <laughs> back and forth, and then eventually, if the conversation goes on too long and they feel left out for too long, mm-hmm. then they either make it about themselves, yeah. or they get upset. And I have they, seen that. I like, have seen I've the seen upset. them just get upset because they're not the center of the conversation. And the worst place for a straight person to get upset is in front of gay people because we will simply I laugh at care. you. <laughs> we'll just laugh I don't at you. Care. I don't care, I'm sorry. Do you know how badly most of us were bullied? Yeah. We learned from the best. Like, I'm just going to make you feel bad. Yeah, no, seriously, that's not even like... Yeah, I don't, so, I don't care about that. I just... I get it. As perplexing will, as we are to them, I'm sure they are equally as perplexing. Oh, totally. I like, mean, they're it's, predictable it's and, and simple, but they just boggle my mind with some of the really dumb decisions that they make. Like... You straight literally just, just said don't learn. the exact thing that a straight person is probably saying about us. Probably. I just had like a high moment where I'm like, oh no, probably. I'm hearing a straight person say it too. Yeah. I was high the first time I realized like, oh, the way I feel about straight people, this is definitely how a lot of them feel about me. Mm. Like your lifestyle sounds great. If you want to fuck the opposite sex, I don't know why you would want to like... 
Everyone knows their own parts are the best, guys. Everybody. Uh, like, I mean, everybody <laughs> knows their own parts are the best. Why wouldn't you just want the best? I've told all my straight guy friends through the years, if you want your dick sucked properly, you need to get it done by another dude. Yeah, I do agree with that. And I feel the same way about the uh, pussy yep. situation. Like, it's... I, uh, and the butthole's free range. Everyone should know how to eat a butt. I'm sorry. If, if there is one person in this world that does... Oh, whatever. No, no, no. We will, we will, no pun intended, split hairs like on she, this? I don't know. Rihanna is the only person whose butt I would, I would maybe like. Lizzo, Rihanna and Lizzo. Okay, those are two, those are two good places <laughs> to start. Giant. And then I'm yeah. sure that they actually will train you really well and send you out into the world and you will Lizzo love to eat Lizzo would just ass. like, I would just get lost in that booty. Like, she's gorgeous. <laughs> she's gorgeous. Anyway. She's beautiful. No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm totally, I'm totally down with it. And that's someone everybody loves. Straight people, gay people, everyone loves Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. And her butt's so big. Like, there, it's <laughs> Narnia in there. You can just get lost. Well, I'm telling you, everyone needs to learn how to eat an ass. And it's not really that hard, to be honest. As, like, mm-hmm. all of a sudden our phones that don't exist in the studio here <laughs> ring off the hook of gay men being like, actually, can't you can't eat ass to fucking save your life. Just to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> but... I, I don't know. That should just be free range. I feel yeah. like um, the texture would turn me off. Well, d- what, like a hairy hole? Okay. <laughs> Aaron's literally going to vomit. Towards where I'm like, hairy no. hole? Where? And I go no, through the wall. No, not the hair. Because, like, vaginas have hair. Just, like, the texture of an anus. It's too much, like, chitlins. Ew! Exactly. Ew, I'm going to vomit. Exactly. No, it is not, like, Thank chitlins. You. I'm talking now, about maybe... the wrinkle. Like, you know what a butthole looks like? I mean, no, like there are some... No, no, it's no, no, not no, even, no, like, no, the no, whole no, no, argument no, no, no. about the poop comes out of there. That's fucking stupid. And it that also stupid. sounds kind of, like, homophobic. But, like, it's just the texture of the butthole itself. All right, well, I'm going to say to use this. As someone who's been in a lot of butts... I'm gonna say that I get what you're talking about, but there are like there are lots of buttholes that like do not smooth? do that. Yes, and they're smooth, and it's just like you just like. Well, I'm not gonna dump like, somebody. Look. I chipped a tooth because my tongue went, and I just slid down a crack one time before because it was just, <laughs> it was so smooth in there. So like no, but like I get what you're saying. It's called a bad butthole. Just like I'm sorry, there are ugly pussies and there are ugly dicks. Oh, and uh, so sorry, there are ugly butts. And there are That's, ugly buttholes. I've seen some buttholes where I'm like literally, I'm not gonna lie, I've been attracted to someone like we're we've been hooking up and then I'm like because I'm a dirty old man perv now I'm like oh send me like a picture of your hole or whatever and they do and, and I'm like I don't like the hole so that's what I'm afraid and I'm like mm, I'm, I'm not gonna afraid. if I start introducing like buttholes into like the things that I'm interested in yeah then like what if I meet this amazing woman and then like her butthole is <laughs> just like is a, mess. a mess and I'm not gonna <laughs> like her anymore maybe I mean it depends how much you like her butthole I mean, it depends on what your definition of messed up is and what you can live with and how often she wants to sit on your face and put her butthole on it. So, but hey, you don't know who you're going to... In the shower. I will do it in the shower. I mean, that's fine. That you know, I'm sure that you're going to be with someone who's equally, um, you know, accessible to what you need and want. So, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> but, um, I'm going to end up with somebody who just like... I, I have a feeling I'm going to end up with like an asexual person. <laughs> Or like a demisexual. Well, let's do this. Since we're talking about the future and where we want to be, let's take a little break. Because I think now we've told people where we come from and what we've done when we were younger, we should, you know, let them know where we want to be and where we're going to be. And with age comes wisdom. So for you youngsters out there, you might even get a segment later with some pearls. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll be right back. (laughs) 
And we are back. Yeah. Yes. Feeling rested, feeling fine. Feeling I don't know high. why I almost said looking good, feeling gorgeous. Thorgeous? Like Thorgy Thor? Yeah. Oh, okay. Feeling gorgeous. I Shout just out like recently um, turned a corner with Thorgy. Oh, that you like? I used to fucking hate him. I don't know why. Oh, I always have liked Thorgy. I, thought... I think Thorgy reminds me of all the really annoying theater kids that I grew up with. And what's nice about this is that, you know, you, after years of apparently intense hatred... And also the dreads. Like, white people and dreads piss me off. Oh, well, yeah, that's annoying. That's uh, a separate thing. I agree with you. Or lo- well, no, when white people do it, it's, it's dreads. When black people do it, it's locks. Well, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I'm willing to look past it. A lot happened in 2020. Uh, Thorgy's never hurt my feelings yeah. personally. They're and just really annoying. Yeah, despite the annoyances, despite the dreads. What's important though is that you learned to accept exactly. Thorgy. Exactly. And now, since we're still talking about pride, and we're going to be talking about pride for you know the rest of the evening here, mm-hmm. um, acceptance. Like, what does that mean to you? What does that look like to you? What was your mm-hmm. experience with accepting yourself? Acceptance came very late in life for me um, because even though I was never, I never identified with being straight, there had to have been a point where like I was so self-hating that I was willing to cosplay as a cisgender heterosexual woman Mm. for like 10 years. And that was the most exhausting 10 years of my fucking life. And I think after I just couldn't do it anymore, like my body and my mind just like, I just couldn't do it and it was when I realized that I was non-binary that like Mm. everything really fell into place because like I never really vibed with lesbians either like cisgender which makes sense yeah and like I so it got to a point where I was just like okay there's clearly something wrong with me and then when you get to like it can get real dark when you get to that point when you're just like oh I can't even be normal and like hang out with like I can't find a connection with the L part of the LGBT, the L, like the part that I belong to. No. But then when I really started to come to terms with my gender identity or lack of gender, it's very nebulous. And like accepting that nebulousness, that was really important. Just accepting that you are an abstract concept, <laughs> which is a really hard thing for me personally to grasp. Like things just started falling into place for me. Um, I used to get very upset with like my straight friends or family members who would basically ask me to explain away my existence to them or like I didn't get a lot of support when I came out as non-binary it was just a lot of oh why now because I was in my 30s (laughs) well and they're like oh when did you actually know like they like they were digging and I would just get upset about like having to explain everything but now I don't have to (laughs) I just don't have to which is great yeah the less I talk the more self-acceptance I have. Oh, that's interesting. Like, I spent so many years just, like, marketing myself and trying to show that I was the not only, like, a model minority, which is so embarrassing to say. I was that. I was, like, I was that person mm-hmm. of just wanting to fit in to survive. Now I don't care. <laughs> after, especially place. after 2020, I super don't care. Like, it's a good place. The filter that I had before, like the mask that I had before, all that shit was killing me. Mm-hmm. Um, and if people have a problem with that, then they can suck my dick. You know? Suck it, bitches. Um, and that includes people that I'm still, that I have yet to cut off. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, you think you're safe? Not yet. <laughs> no, not. Um, I have very little for cishet people mm-hmm. these days. Um, Which I think is fine. Yeah, they just don't know how to an- how to ask the questions because I am open about a lot, but people in our community they just know how to ask the questions while respecting my boundaries yeah. for the most part, and because um, I know that they've gone through something similar. So yeah, there is that that mm-hmm. sort of a you know we might not have been in the same war, but I've been in the trenches. Yeah, type of deal. Yeah, and then with like religious people and stuff like. The more things that I kind of let go of, like things that I grew up with, like church stuff, family stuff, unfortunately, or like gender norms, um, or trying to keep myself in a, like label myself, Mm -hmm. like the more I just let that go, the better I felt. Like I literally felt lighter. I did. And it's made me a nicer person. Like I used to be a fucking cunt. Because I was just so fake. Like, I was such a fake bitch. And I was the same way now that. it's impossible. Like, even if I do say something that's honest, but it's not necessarily tactful. Now, because I'm so authentic in every facet of my life, people know that I'm coming from a good place. Yeah, at least it's met with, Like, you know, it's met well. And then, like, I'll apologize for the way yeah. I said it or something. Because, no, no, no. <laughs> you know... I, I could stand to be a, like a bit more tactful with people, but I don't um, think I don't think you're that bad. Yeah. I really don't. If I, if I, I did, I would say something. Like if I thought like yeah. consistently or like even regularly, I would just be like, "It's not as great as you might think it is." Yeah, <laughs> like that. <laughs> no, but like, I really never see anything where I'm just like. But that. But when I was like living a lie, basically. That's all that my friends would say to me. It was just oh, well, very hypercritical. Yeah. Um, and then some of them were like weirdly jealous of the fake persona I was putting on just um. because it happened to be attractive to men. Oh, God. And then on top of that, I was dealing with neurological issues. Which that's just, oh, my gosh. It's just, or like neurodevelopmental issues. Mm-hmm. It's, I had never acted so well in my life. Like, I, I'd never done a scene with that much realism like ever on any stage but like me and the person that i transformed myself into mm-hmm. was really a work of art honestly that's cool. and i do not miss that bitch like she was fucking awful awful well, I destined like, for great things oh yeah you wouldn't be but sitting awful. here right now so it's like <laughs> just like Could've owned a network by now awful <laughs> yeah. i honestly if i if things shook out differently, I would be doing very well for myself. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I, I probably wouldn't be nearly as happy <laughs> if I went down that road. Yeah. You know, so. I always like to think in situations like that where I'm like, oh, if, you know, I would have stayed doing that, then I'd be in a really good situation. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. like, I probably would be in a really good situation, but then I always like to bring myself back down to earth. Like, well, if you would have done this, you'd probably have, like, the body of, like, an Adonis right now. Yeah. But then, like, also, you'd be working out all the time and, like... You'd be miserable you would, and boring. That, you would be so boring. Oh, no, I can't do that because I don't mind. I would love to be boring to be, like, an Adonis. I would, I would trade it all. But we'll talk about I mean, that psychological <laughs> thing later. But, um, I just said to myself yesterday, I miss being dumb. Yeah, I would just... I miss uh, being hot and dumb. Now, that, that question that I posed earlier, if God, Allah, Jehovah, Buddha, Mother Nature, uh-huh. representative from the sky came down, 
down and was like, Kent, uh, we will make you beautiful tomorrow, but like you will no longer be like funny at all. Ooh. That would be tough for me, but I would probably would say, be you know what, for the next, I don't care. Wait, That's would, you, would you have no sense of humor? Or would you just not be funny? Not be funny. I don't think I could have no sense of humor because then I'd be a downer. I would kill myself. <laughs> yeah, I'd be a downer. <laughs> Who would want to be around me? But if you're hot, though. But I'd be hot and like no, inviting. No, like those types of people are unintentionally funny. Like yeah. you could be that. No, no, because <laughs> I would be that like really serious, boring gay where I'm like, would you like to come over and watch Schindler's List? <laughs> but if you looked like. I don't know if you were a ten. Oh yeah, guys would they guys would put fuck. themselves through it. Yeah, they wouldn't but I couldn't live with myself. I'd look every day in the mirror and be like, "You're the most beautiful thing in the world." And then like it'd be like a scene in a movie, and the razor would just go across mm-hmm. my throat, and I'd slash it. I'd be like, "I can't live in this body anymore." Well, that would. Boring. Okay, so in order for me to be hot, like for me to be a ten, mm-hmm. you would not only have to take away my sense of humor, you would have to take away my intelligence, as well. And any knowledge, any previous knowledge that I acquired. You just want to be like a vegetable. I, <laughs> you just want to be a vegetable. Yes. I want, a beautiful be, I want to literally them. be born yesterday. I want <laughs> just like hot and dumb. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can, I can dig that. I can yeah. dig it. But no. Yeah. Um, I think you've accepted, mm-hmm. you know, yourself and where you are right now, it seems. Yeah. And, and you're also too, what I love about Aaron guys love 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 is that like Aaron is like truly someone who is like doing like work I on am. themselves really like being like you know what like I'm only like 36 and mm-hmm. you know I still have like a lot of like growth and I want to change and I want to like and I just that's the type of people I like gravitate towards and that's probably Thank why you. the last like five Likewise. or six years we've gotten like close because mm-hmm. like we've kind of gone on this like 30s I can't believe we've known each Odyssey. other for a really long time yeah a really yeah. long time and like I knew there was something different about you, like somebody, like you were somebody I was going to like be legitimate friends with. Mm-hmm. I always just feel accepted. Yeah. And just, it's just, I'm able to chill the fuck out around you, which is very valuable. Yeah. And weed has helped a lot with that oh for me God. in my thirties. I'm so much less of a cunt oh when I'm like high. So. Weed <laughs> is the reason why some of y'all bitches have not gotten slapped in the Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Weed, weed has kept Aaron from harming Has people. kept me out of prison. <laughs> prison. <laughs> Because if I didn't have weed last year, I would either be dead or uh, I actually can't finish that sentence because I'll get arrested. But oh, okay. I, I would be dead or in prison okay. or something. I believe it. I don't know. I had weed help me with my anger management mm-hmm. and it helps me deal with straight people, honestly. <laughs> and some of the more obnoxious gays, it helps me deal with them as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Because there are some obnoxious gays out there. We're not oh all, God. like we said earlier, there's always a few in the bunch. There's always a few. Yeah. But like when you've been out, out and living just your life, like you said, for the past 20 years. Yeah, like, 20 authentically. Years. So did acceptance come earlier for you or did you have your own little own journey? I with, don't um, know. I'm a pretty, like people never believe this or they're just like really like good about lying to mm-hmm. me constantly about this my whole life but like I'm really not that deep of a person so like when you're not a very deep person and you're just like internally kind of shallow there's not like a lot of like once you get there you don't have to do a lot of digging so like I would say my first five six years being out Uh so if I came out at 17 I would say till about like 23 Uh 24 those were like some pretty like rocky years you know, as far as like how I felt about myself. And, mm-hmm. and I was grappling with this idea that it literally took me until I was about 21 
to come out of. But like I was depressed, I remember around like 20 and 21 because I somehow got the idea in my head that I was like, well, I'm never going to get married Mm. and I'm never going to have like a wedding and I'm never going to have like all these things. And I was like hitting the checkpoints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those checkpoints, which are fine if those are your checkpoints. I mean, awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, get it. Those things are great if that's what you want. But it's exhausting. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's not what I want, that's for sure. But um, at the time, I didn't realize that yet. And like, it took me a whole year. And then, like, one day I just kind of woke up and I was like, this is so dumb. I'm like, Mm -hmm. these aren't even things that I want. I don't want this. And like, it was really eye opening for me because I just, yeah. And you're like striving for a life that you don't even fucking want. Yeah. And like, I hate to do this, but like, you know, it's just because I've been, I'd been trained so well to have, even though everybody knew I was gay and nobody was telling me, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Or saying it's okay. But there's still like a survival thing where you have to kind of not be so gay. Yeah, you kind of have to always keep it in check. Mm -hmm. Um, But everybody knew or Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, But once I realized that, I was just, that freed me up from a lot of shit. Yeah. I mean, like, really, really great. And then I was just, okay, like, now I want to have fun. Yes. And that's when I had a year where I was an alcoholic, basically. Ah. Um, So not great either, but but I came out of that and that was fun. Fun and joy are two different things. Yeah, yeah. I wanted fun. I was just, I wanted to, I wanted to kind of, I was acting out in other ways because I was having a breakdown, but I also just wanted to have... Like, I was young, Mm -hmm. I was gay, and I just wanted to be, like, reckless, too, a little bit, to be honest. And it was a 22, 23, that's a good year to do it and get it out of the way. Listen. You know? (laughs) I'm surprised that I made it out of my 20s alive, but... I've had some amazing times. I've had great times. Oh. Like, <laughs> I am that person that responds with, but did you die? Like, that was me. <laughs> but did you die? <laughs> I can dig that, too. You actually mentioned something. That's why I made a face a little while, like, a few minutes ago, when you said, like, you're basically a himbo. Yeah. That makes sense, because, like, did I... I've told you my himbo nerd friendship theory. So, like, I'm the nerd and you're oh, the you're himbo. The nerd. Oh, yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm going to work on my body in the next year, and then I can really say I'm a himbo. But I'm going to be then, so proud when you reach your full himbo potential. Well, I think I'm building to it, in all yes. honesty, so I'm really excited. I love and, this. And I'm just going to be this. totally shallow. And you know yes. what? For anybody who's known me since high school and stuff, like, I was always, I was always funny uh-huh. and, like, a good time to be around, but I was also very, like... Can we talk again tonight about like our loves and our lives and like, <laughs> our losses and like can I really bear my soul and like really yeah, yeah. and like I kind of just got all that out of the way I feel like when I was really really young yeah. and like post high school even those like I said those five six years were kind of like rocky still like figuring out who mm-hmm. I am and all that good stuff and when I came out of it I was just like oh god I just want to have fun. <laughs> yes. And that's really what I want to do for the next, like, you know, 20, definitely the next 20 years of my life before, you know, things start to slow down maybe with my body or things maybe go wrong. I hope I have 20 really good years Mm -hmm. and I want to have a lot of fun. That's kind of where I'm at. Like, my goal, like, Mm -hmm. you were mentioning before checkpoints of, like, you meet somebody and then you fall in love and Mm -hmm. then you, I love you, and then you, um, the marriage and the babies and... I don't know. Yeah, the marriage and the baby. The marriage and the God. Oh my God. Oh, we just did a cause. Okay, go. Keep going. I did did not even. That's how you know I'm high. That I just did a fucking. That was my fault. Yeah, you started it. You started it. Fuck you. And then what else do they do? They get married and then they move to the suburbs. It's like kids. Blah, blah, blah. Marriage, home kids, kids home, one or the other. My goal has been the same since I came out as like Mm non-binary. I don't want to be like smart anymore. (laughs) 
I get it. Like, I'm always going to be intelligent. But I really miss being dumb. Like, there was a point in time where I was so hot and all I knew was, like, pop culture. Oh, And then somebody told me, like, (laughs) if you only know pop culture, then you're not very smart. And I was like, oh, shit. Well, I kind of want to be smart. But then I got fat and then I had to be smart. smart. (laughs) Like, I had no fucking choice because I still wanted people to like me. (laughs) (laughs) And I can't be fat and a fucking cunt. so although i i am not gonna lie i love a i love just, a full figure i i cunt. just couldn't it didn't if that's your ministry if that's what you choose to do with your life that's great i just like didn't want to be a fat mean person cunt. yeah and plus i had a bad sense of style because like when i was hot all i had to wear was jeans and a tank top and i was fine but like no, I had to become a full, full-fledged human being oh, yeah. so that people could take me seriously just because I happened to gain, like, 60 pounds. It's not <laughs> awful. It's not awful. <laughs> but then, like, when I gained all that weight and then when I started to, like, love and accept myself, mm-hmm. like, even at my biggest, I was like, you know what? My goal now is to just get super fucking hot by 40. That's my thing. Yep, that's just me. Just get super hot and just be the slut that I used yep. to be before I stopped having yeah. sex because I don't really care about being judged anymore Fuck that. about my proclivities less. and my kinks yeah, and stuff. It. No, get, get no. Those I'm fucking everybody. Yeah, fucking seriously. Everybody. I'm going, like, I'm fucking straight girls. I'm fucking straight dudes. <laughs> I'm going to make them, I'm going to make the straight Maybe dudes fuck other dudes. Yeah. I'm going to make, I'm going to fuck all the lesbians, yeah. all the trans women. I'm fucking trans men. Yeah. I'm f- <laughs> I'm gonna fuck their parents too. I'm fucking everyone. I do not care what anybody has to say. Suck my dick, please. And you heard it here first. Erin's uh, declaration, which will probably be and a I was manifesto. never able to like talk about shit. Like, like I was never that person that talked about sex. I love talking about sex. I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. And I. I, I that's that, you know what is interesting mm-hmm. going back to like accepting yourself mm. a little bit is that like I was a phone sex operator from the time I was so 18 well technically 19 three weeks shy but like whatever 19 to that would be 21 then instead of, or 18 to 20 whatever mm-hmm. whatever three years is and um that was like really freeing too because mm-hmm. like I got to learn for someone who didn't know anything about sex we didn't have a computer my dad didn't have any porn at least none that I could oh, find wow. that I would be interested in finding you know what I mean um couldn't find anything didn't have any outlets didn't have cables so didn't have even softcore porn like I didn't even know what naked bodies and men and all that stuff looked like we led naturally into a topic we're talking about acceptance and a large part of acceptance within our community is our sexuality Mm -hmm. it's in my case you know it was 17 years where i couldn't admit it say it show it do Mm -hmm. anything with it so yeah um some people might say oh it's hypersexual but it's also like no i'm just really fucking celebratory Straight people are hypersexual every everyone's hypersexual nowadays and the kids nowadays are so hypersexual like no i'm kidding it's just it's but yeah, I mean, we were, okay. like I said, I don't have any problem talking about sex and I'll talk about it every day, every day for the rest of my life. Because mm-hmm. for 17 years, I would literally have to like sometimes pretend to mm. throw people off the trail. Like, oh, look at that woman. Oh, that mm. sucks. Or like. I used to do that. Yeah, like just stuff like that. And it's just like, it's so detrimental. And especially in those years, like those are your formative years mm-hmm. where you're like learning how to like be your natural self. So then you're having to learn. I remember dating guys and being like. 21 
and in my head being like, you're acting like you're a 14 year old. Mm. Like you're, this guy never gave you these signals or whatever. And like, you know, I was just reading, I was so Because you you just wanted a relationship really badly. I never had anything like that. I wanted Mm -hmm. to like hold hands and like, And like straight people, maybe, um, I hope things are different for younger people who were in the LGBT community, but whenever I talk to um, gay people my age or trans people my age, we always have like that one thing in common where we just didn't have that that very important high school experience that our straight peers got to have, mm-hmm. where they got to have crushes on people mm, and just crushes. be so open yeah. about it and just being open about their relationships or even sex. Like it was just so much fun for them mm-hmm. to like like oh my god i just lost my virginity yeah. blah 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 and for me when i forced myself in the closet for a while for a few years or a decade um i forced myself to hit those checkpoints mm-hmm. and that was so unfair to me yeah. like even i'll still think about how i lost my virginity every once in a while it it was such a business transaction for me like my friend he he was very straight and he was a big old slut and mm. he was perfect as far as I Sounds far great as I to was me. concerned. And it wasn't terrible, but even he was like, yo, this isn't normal. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, this how do you good. just like, it was just the way that I facilitated yeah. losing my own virginity. Uh-huh. And part, I, he basically felt like a whore, I think. Yeah. Like, he felt like. <laughs> a little used you made him feel a little like used. he felt used <laughs> and i was in a relationship with a guy at that time and he went on vacation and then i lost my virginity to my oh, damn. so like i had no respect for for people i had no respect for yeah. men or the men that i was dating and i had no respect for my sex partners that were the opposite sex and when it got to a point where I was just like verbally abusing men on a daily basis, I was like, I don't even like this. Like this is turning like, me into. Yeah. So like, ladies, if you're like a huge cunt and you don't like having sex with men, but you do it anyway because you think you're supposed to, but then you're verbally or physically abusive to your husband or boyfriend, you might be a dyke. I'm yes, just saying. I was going to say. Like, you might be a lesbian. Another PSA from Aaron today. <laughs> I'm just saying. But I mean, well, now we've gotten here and we've gotten to a point where we're having such a natural, easy conversation about this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just like rolling right off yeah, our backs, I even as we're I talking about it. I don't ever get to talk about this stuff. It's nice. Yeah, it really is. I mean, and it sort of also goes into the idea of, you know, not only are we choosing to voice certain things but you know we also choose like who our families are Mm -hmm. you know which i think is really unique to our community in the sense of we kind of get to have a i don't know it's not adult friendships but we get to have yeah that last much longer and have a much longer Mm -hmm. elasticity to them Mm -hmm. i think a lot of times Um, because we're not like Typically, I'm not speaking for everybody, but we're still a community that for the most part is not bogged down with children and like marriages that like keep them in the Maybe house. That's why I like it here so much. That's, yeah, that's what I like too. <laughs> and and before anybody out there goes in their head like, oh, well, trying to remain young. It's not about that. No. It's just about, like I said, I've got probably another, hopefully 20 years of really good health. Really great health, I'm hoping for. Mm-hmm. Well, if I you wanna... keep going like you're going now, you're going to have longer than Yeah, well, I years. hope so. I hope so. Mm-hmm. And I want to have fun for that. I'm going to be responsible. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pay my bills. I'm going to do all that I need to do. But I don't want to be saddled with 
children, mm. and even though that's the greatest love in the world, I think. <laughs> I do. Sorry. Sorry. So, oh my god, you laughed at me, you fucking That was so unexpected. Asshole. Sorry. <laughs> I was being serious. I did not mean it. I did not mean to laugh. I'm sorry. That was so earnest. And I just well, fucking I do. I laughed think it's at you. That's the, so awful. I think it's like I think it's the probably that's the really best sweet. love that you could ever like feel. It's I don't true. need to feel it's it true. though. It's I don't true. need to feel it. I'm done. Like I'm cool. And I, I want to enjoy my time. I just don't. Yeah. It's just, it's it's really nice. It's just, it feels different. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, too, because we were speaking about it earlier, you know, there's a good chance that like, if someday I'm not in good health and, you know, by that point, my parents are gone mm-hmm. and like my brother's married with like four kids, mm-hmm. like can't like take on like his brother that has, I don't know, a really bad pooping disease. Well, he'll stick you in the basement or something. Not with a pooping disease. Nobody wants somebody with a pooping disease <laughs> in their house. What so. even? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just thinking of like something that I wouldn't enjoy having. But so, like your gay family, disease. there will always be at least one person. Yeah, and I'm gonna by that point have like a really. They'll call you good... like shitty Shirley every day. Oh yeah, totally. But they'll still yeah. love you. As and... they're like going into the bathroom with like their like big old like douche. Like yeah, like um, we all know about shit in this house. Don't worry. Like yeah, that's what I need. Like. Mm-hmm. I need that. So it's it's nice too. And I like I said, I'm working more actively on that. And I have more like queer people in my life than I ever have. Mm-hmm. And it's really nice. It feels different. It feels unique. And I'm looking forward to like I know I've got like a whole bunch of more friends out there yeah. somewhere that I'm gonna make over the Isn't next that crazy? Decade. Yeah. Like I don't know, that's such like a new concept for me. Like I can't wait to meet my favorite people. Yes. Like that's so cool to me. It's and exciting. I can't wait for them to meet me because I'm fucking dope. You are. Like and those are going to be my forever people. I can just feel it. Even mm-hmm. though I've never, I haven't met them yet, but like. I totally understand. I feel it. And that's something I never could have said even last year. Mm, like 2020 really turned me around a lot. Yeah, no. As like how I see people and how I see my place in relationships. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. Mm. I mean, and these are all things that like you just have to sort of go through to get here and learn. It's difficult. It is really difficult. So, but, I mean, on that yeah, note. But young people, they have, like, I love the fact that it's going to be less difficult for them. Oh, totally. But still, at some point, they're going to need advice. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're here for, too. Exactly. So what little nugget, what pearl of wisdom, or two or three, however many you might have. I only have mm-hmm. one, probably. Ooh, that was a pretty good tongue pop. That was a really I... good tongue pop, actually. <laughs> I went for pride. Aww. Um... I would say whatever labels that you think you have to fit into or even like norms within our community or outside of our community, like just don't do that. <laughs> just don't, don't put yourself. You heard it here first. Don't put yourself <laughs> no, you're right. into a box or yeah. don't label yourself because it's just going to make you uncomfortable. And that's when you're going to have a hard time meeting people mm. because I've noticed that like, um, there are older gays that do it too, but when I was younger and I was hanging out with other young gay people and young bi people, LGBT people, like we were all trying so hard to just fit in a group that we it thought like we that. had to fit in. Like yes. I thought that I was like, what is it called? Like light femme or something. Or sure. I mean, I don't, I can't keep track of everything. Bullshit. And then I thought it, like just hopping from one to one until I was like, oh, I'm just me. Yeah. I'm just me. I'm an amalgam of many different things. And then I started talking to uh, like studs and butch white girls who like they would confide in me and say like you know sometimes I just want to be the bottom sometimes I just want to <laughs> be treated like a pretty girl yeah, no, I just want to like treat me like a slut sometimes 
And like I had no, it opened my eyes to like it made me just feel like oh I'm not the only one who feels that way. Yeah. Sometimes I do want to be the dude in the relationship, and other times I want to be the pillow princess. It's rare. <laughs> But I get it. No, I'm the same way. I uh, The best thing that I tell people all the time that happened to me was, like, I sort of was just forced into being a twink. Mm-hmm. And then, I, for me personally, I, I consider if you're lucky, you can still keep calling yourself a twink at, like, 27, 28. But after 28, in my opinion, you have just to stop. stop. I've met t- people that think they're twinks and they're, like, 34. That's and I'm a like, bummer. that's ridiculous. But in my head, I was like, all right, well, this is over now at 28. Mm-hmm. And I cannot be that. And I didn't fit into anything else either so the greatest gift that was given to me as far as further accepting myself was i just came up with the joke when people are like well what are you and i'm like well i turned 29 so i can't be a twink anymore so now i'm just white and <laughs> it, it freed me up from everything like i wasn't in anything for forever yeah and i was just like i'm i'm nothing I'm, i really don't fit into any category and then anymore. they treat you like you're straight <laughs> yeah and like, well that's when my appeal started to grow i realized a little oh, yeah. bit and like it's you know like you said earlier the lack of when you stop caring or whatever mm-hmm. it's something about that the people are attracted to mm-hmm. and there's kind of there's something real sexy about the abstract and just yeah. when i stopped even very recently when i stopped just trying to make sense out of it mm-hmm. and 2020 did help a lot with that because nothing made sense in 2020 yeah. i was like then i probably don't make any sense and mm-hmm. that's fucking fine what i i did i storm the capital no did i, did I storm the capital oh did that's I, i'm gonna say that all the time now did i storm the capital <laughs> Oh, can't you left the exit? Did, Did I storm, storm the, the Capitol? <laughs> In the most faggiest voice that I can. Uh, can't you, uh, Kent, you didn't come to my birthday party. Did I storm the Capitol? It's not like I stormed, stormed the, the Capitol. My God. Oh, my God. No, like Fag. if a girl, or like if a guy just like queens out in a oh, bar or yes. something, like I won't say his name, but no, I'll say it because I like censoring. Like, Okay. Um, <laughs> no, he's not listening. Whatever. It's like, wow, he is storming the Capitol right now. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Girl is storming the, the Capitol. Storming the yeah, Capitol. we're going to make that Every happen. time I have a bitch yeah. fit, I'm like, I'm about to storm the Capitol yeah. right now. Seriously, no. You can use it in any way, and it's really great, too. So it's just wonderful. I'm going to use it in like the low. It's definitely going to be a comeback now for me. Uh, but back to the children, or the young ones. Oh, yeah, but that was a good uh, piece of advice. Thank you. But, like... I don't know. I don't have any advice for the kids other than, I don't know. I, I I think this could be misconstrued a little bit, but like, just have fun. Like, uh, like even if you're like going through like the whole figuring out like mm-hmm. where you are, if you're 20 or 22 or 27 or whatever the yeah. ages. If you're going to do something dangerous, just take a couple friends with yeah, you. Yeah. Like, just, just take a couple of friends with smart. you. Don't go alone. Here's what you can do. At the end, I'm going to leave my number for everyone. And like, you can just text <laughs> me the address of the really strange men's houses that you're going to. And if they're in the Philly area, I might be there too. By that Probably. So, <laughs> I might try um, to get in. Don't meet anybody on Craigslist. I don't know if they do that anymore. They don't. They don't. Trust me. Oh, as a gay man, God. that stopped like five years ago. But yeah, just don't be... Don't, here's what. Have fun, but don't be stupid either. Like, we, you know when you're young and you're doing something stupid. If that thought goes through your head, be like, I don't know. Or, But here's the thing. I'm one of those folks that like I had to do stupid things. Like, I was just... I gravitated to the dumb shit. Just... Try to kitty proof the situation if that makes any sense. Like if you're gonna be if you're gonna do something dumb, just make sure it's in a controlled environment. I have avoided so many dangerous situations just by doing dumb shit around people that I trusted completely. If you and trust your gut, if you're around people and they want to do something that sounds fun, but it could be potentially dangerous, like it might not work well for you. Yeah. In the end. And you know, keep you know. your nails long if you're ever in a fight. It's really pretty. It's mm-hmm. cute, especially mm-hmm. when you're. Oh, young. learn how to fight too. Yeah. yeah. 
you gotta learn how to fight. I don't, I don't know, know how, how you do that. Who don't know how to fight? Uh, yeah, you just sort of learn. You just get your ass beat. And yeah. Learn how to fight. I guess. I'm trying to think. No, there's nothing else that I want to tell you. But really, just have fun and enjoy it because it mm-hmm. goes. I hate that I'm about to say this. I'm about to be someone's fucking grandpa. It goes so fast. It goes so fast, though. Oh. It really does. I'm like shocked that like you know this 20 year thing has like really put like things into perspective for me this year, and I'm just like, wow, it's like really going by fast. I'm gonna get emotional again because I've been thinking about this a lot. But I'm like, it's really gonna go by like super fast, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. I want to have all the fun and I want to like be nice to people yes. along the way and be good isn't that know? cool though it's like you get to do the fun like some of the fun things oh my god to a totally, point yeah. that we did when we were younger but like being kind people yeah it's such a different experience like yeah. not being hated in the neighborhood is so lovely <laughs> Like, knowing when to remove myself yeah. from dramatic situations or just knowing who to Sorry. approach, who to make friends with. Like, these are things that you don't know how to do if you don't make the dumb mistakes first. Yes. So, it's like, if you make a lot of dumb mistakes, which you are going to do because you're young. Oh, God. Even if you're older, like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, or, like, if you're them. not even just for young people in the LGBT community, but for anybody of any age who is just coming to terms with their identities, figure shit out. You're going to do dumb shit. Just keep yourself as safe as possible and learn who, like what types of people you want to spend your time with and who you don't. And I guess I'll just throw in also have like, if you're on the journey of coming out or if you're freshly out of the oven, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I, okay, whatever. (laughs) I don't know why I said that, but if you're freshly out, um, also, like, have realistic expectations, you know? Yeah, I mean, fair. it might not be, like, your first year out is, like, awesome. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even your second year. Maybe it's, like, a building block sort of situation. Yeah. I know that there's going to be some faggots out there right now, like, Honey Queen, oh, my first year was amazing. And it's like, okay, fine, I'm talking to the losers in the group with me, okay? <laughs> um, it might not, but it just might not be easy. And don't think that, you know, you're going to come out and everything's going to be fixed. Because it won't. And it won't. It'll take um, it'll take years and years. Uh, one more quick thing for the lesbians, for the new lesbians, young lesbians, whatever, bisexual women who are in a same-sex relationship, you do not have to move in with the first bitch that you meet. You do not <laughs> like just stop doing that. And lesbians, you're allowed to be sluts. Like, amen. If you like are just busting nuts while you're figuring yourself out and not getting into like the first relationship that finds you then you're not only going to find out a lot about yourself but like you'll just be happier yeah i think as as a person yeah Mm -hmm. and lastly um fleet enemas if you're uh, anybody (laughs) just look them up and they're cheap and they'll save you a lot of figuring out things um, in the bedroom. So just look them up and we'll talk about it another time. That's right. But I think we had a really good conversation yes. today. Um, that was fun. Yeah, but with all things, we want you guys to still follow us and like us and mm-hmm. all of our social media accounts. So mm-hmm. At B-Team Pod. Yeah. yeah, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And I'm not asking for people to send in advice anymore because... Um, I honestly, I wouldn't ask advice from people that I barely know either. So <laughs> let's give it some time. Well, let's just be honest though. Like, we give out such great advice that we, do. we don't want to share it with other people just yet. So that's well, why we're doing it. you. <laughs> um, Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, yeah, and happy Pride, Aaron. Happy Pride, Karen. I know, it's a good one. And uh, happy Pride to everyone listening. Yes, and enjoy the rest pride. of the month. We love you, our little babies. (laughs) All right. Bye. Good (laughs) night.